Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with me is Stephen H. Garcia. Oh, hello. That Man, was new. Very manly. <laughs> wow. That's my Eeyore one. It is? Oh. <laughs> Mr. Don't be an Eeyore. Doop doop. And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends! I'll Ah, stick to my old favorite. There you go. (laughs) And unfortunately, Ray couldn't be here this time to record. Uh, She is off in New York uh, doing a Trevor Project uh, dealie bob where she gets to tell her gay story. Gay Ray. Gay Ray. (laughs) Gay, gay Ray. (laughs) Doe. A deer... I'm not sure why that no. came up. <laughs> so, um, a fair warning, I got Invisalign two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yes. And it's given me a slight lisp to my ear, oh, but I'm you. not entirely sure. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I'm keeping them in for this recording to test whether or not I can stand my voice. If not, I'll have to take them out going forward. Just hear all that stuff in that voice. <laughs> right. I went to the uh, local bar here and asked for uh, um, my regular vodka soda with bitters. Uh-huh. And the bartender heard that, and he's like, what did you say? <laughs> I said, I want a vodka soda with bitters. I got Invisalign, so you're probably hearing my list. But he started laughing. <laughs> he's like, you sound like Cindy Brady. <laughs> it must be so, so real. She's a slip of juice. So anyway, I'm just testing this out. Okay. If it's really annoying, tell me. I'll probably pick it apart myself. I can understand you, but when you listen to it back, well, that will be the true test. Well, I actually had a big solo two Sundays ago mm-hmm. and kept them in for rehearsal uh, and said to the conductor, I'm going to take them out to sing my solo. And he said, take what out? And so I was like, you don't hear them? I'll just keep them in. Good. So I don't take them out to sing. Maybe it just doesn't project from your singing. Could be. Yeah. So anyway, here I am, 45 Fixing my teeth. <laughs> With your breaking for the first time. Says, you turd. <laughs> Shelly on the South Park. Stan. Stan. Getting your scan. You and your friends are going to get fucked up. Oh, we're going to call you Shelly for now on. No. <laughs> I guess I'd rather be Shelly than, than Cindy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to exaggerate it. Let's talk about what we're currently playing. Press start to play. Um... Let's start with Adam. Okay, so I started playing Devil May Cry 5, oh, yeah. which Steven lent me. Um, I did not get very far. I, I liked it, but then I was like, I'm really confused. I need to go back and like see what is this story, because like, I played bits and pieces of different Devil May Crys in the past, but the only one I've actually completed was the DMC one, which is like ultimate Devil May Cry, since it's like not oh, the tied into the count. story. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't die into the story of any of the other games. So I had to go into YouTube and like, I was like, okay, just download the story of like all the games in a row. And of course, on YouTube, you can find all these recaps and There's stuff. There's like a lot of like people that just put the whole collection together. Yeah, yeah. Like of the cutscenes? No, I mean like the whole story. Just like, like just oh, like, like a recap of the story. Like the timeline, origins, and everything. And some of them are absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but basically, what I gathered is that Nero is Virgil's son, yeah, or clone. I was not totally clear, but he's basically taking over this Devil May Cry like business <laughs> from Dante. Yeah. Making who... devils cry. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I had to kind of get there on the story, so I'll get back into it, but I've also been um, finishing up the previous storyline on Final Fantasy XIV because oh, yeah. uh, Shadowbringers, the new expansion, comes out at the end of the month, which I pre-ordered, so I get like early days of playing before it you know, drops for everybody, so... Um, I'm looking forward to that. The ending of the like Stormblood story, which was, you know, kind of coming to a certain point before they started with the new story, was really good. The final dungeon was hella fun <laughs> because like all of the NPCs you've had over like the last three games, like the last three expansions, all sort of come together and like fight with you in this big massive dungeon. It was like super fun. Nice. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the new expansion as soon as it comes out in a few weeks. Cool. Is this the pay service? Yes. You do have to pay. Yes. How much are you paying? Uh, I don't remember because I buy like six months at a time. Mm. So it's less than like the monthly rate, which is like 12 bucks or something. Oh, okay. I but think yeah. you could do like monthly three months or six months or something like that. Yeah. And like there's certain 
there's like two tiers if you pay monthly. Like there's actually a cheaper one where you only have like one character on one server and you know, so but there's different requirements for each one. So mm. I am currently playing uh Detroit Become Human again. Oh, good. Still. Well, because this is one of those games that has, like, multiple endings, right? It does. but And you can review your timeline before... Uh, and I figured this out uh, after a few scenes in the game. You can review the timeline to see what decision you made before. Uh-huh. But I get wrapped While up in the story. While you're in a new playthrough? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. You can see what your past decision was to try and get different outcomes. Mm-hmm. So far, I haven't been great at getting different outcomes. <laughs> because the choice instinct always take over and you just go does, back to the yeah. same thing? And you have to decide, how do you want to play this game? Yeah. Um, your interactions with particular characters, you can go up in favor with them or down in favor. And that'll dictate how certain directions go. And it's really hard for me to interact with a character uh-huh. that doesn't like me. <laughs> yes. And so I just instinctively try to... In, you know, better my relationship with them. It's just, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's inherent in me. You can't just be a bitch and like tell them what to do, well, how do you and be slap a, their face. How do you be a bitchy android? I don't know. I mean, can you? I, I No, the humans are the ones that have the emotions. Oh. So I, I love on Tumblr, there's like a bunch of like memes with the android and the the other cop that really hates mm-hmm. android. Like they just make them as a gay couple. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. So do you only play as androids in yes. the game? Yeah, you don't, but there's like several that you play as. Yeah, there's three different stories. Got you. Um, one is the cop. One is an android who has escaped with a young girl, mm-hmm. and the third is uh, the one he escapes from his owner, who's played by Lance Hendrickson. He's not. He doesn't mm. really escape, mm-hmm. but due to a, a circumstance, the original android. To... Yeah, right. You're right. I never thought about that on yeah. Aliens. Right. You just did that so I could say an (laughs) Aliens. Aliens. With his white blood. Yeah, he was Bishop on that. Um, Anyway, so uh, that third alien then discovers this place called Jericho. What are you laughing at? The third alien. Android. (laughs) I did? Oh, alien. Android. The third alien. I'm confused. (laughs) Anyway, he discovers Jericho, which is where all the escaped androids have gone. Okay. And he becomes their leader. So there are certain basic uh well many there's many plot points that just stay the same you can't alter the story of the game that much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so that's okay but it playing it hasn't become urgent yeah i get around to it if i go oh you know what i need to play mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and maybe that's just because if if i i don't really rewatch movies that much yeah i feel unless, yeah. yeah unless because there's too much to watch and there's too much to play so mm-hmm replaying games you have to really really love it to want to get back into it in this day and age of like so much content it's Mm -hmm. like we have to pick and choose you know wisely i still haven't beat that game though which one detroit (laughs) i just noticed you have it sitting up there and i thought about that i'm like did he finish that (laughs) you can also compare your stats to your friends oh cool yeah i always see mark's stats i'm like (laughs) nice not surprised i picked that so This morning, I thought, you know what? I do want to get down to a game that I haven't played. So uh-huh. I finally started downloading uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Man, that takes a while. Yeah. It's like 70 gigabytes or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't... Is it going to ask me to take stuff off of my PS4? It might. <laughs> <laughs> I do that like every two months. Or me too. Game. I know. Really? Yeah. There's just not enough space on my PS4. Uh, yeah. Ryan told me how to do the put more thing on there. I'm like, oh, I'll get to it one minute. <laughs> I had to put more what? Memory? Yeah. Don't you have to get like an external? Yep. No. Yeah. I mean, Did you do it? No, I just oh. have to get the money for that and then yeah. actually do it or have him do it. <laughs> I just bought a, a new uh, flash card uh, for the Switch because it was like half off, like 60% off on Amazon or something yeah. and it was like 512 gigabytes and I was like, give me! Yeah. Because the Switch only has 32 gigabytes on it. That's like nothing. Something. That's like one and a half games. Yeah, I got something on Amazon that was like dirt cheap, like on sale, and now I'm all like, woo, dollar games! Yeah. I'm all like, I don't want any of these games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Nintendo was actually having a really good sale this week, but we can continue on. We can go oh. into that later. <laughs> well, I'm still uploading it. Gotcha. So I haven't even started to play it. I... I have nothing else to say about it. Well, I can't Jesus wait for Christ. you to get there and just walk along slowly with your horse and collect like herbs and hunt deer. I liked that. I did too. 
don't spend too much time doing that because oh. there's a lot of story to get through. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to immerse myself in this world. Right. I told one of the girls that I sing with at church about the horse balls. Mm, about mm-hmm. their growing and oh, she was just stunned and I'm mm-hmm. like they want to make it realistic yeah don't you understand because you start in the snow and then you go you know you get into the bayou at some point <laughs> can you touch them you can touch your horse you can't touch their balls okay yeah it's probably a good idea because I, I, I are all the horses male no do they ever kick you in you the have, head they can <gasps> I think but they'll, like, run away if, like, shooting happens and stuff. You oh, know? okay. They don't get spooked and go... They bonk. can, yeah. Oy. But, like, you know, when you get a horse, you, you know, your um, connection with them, like, increases over time. Oh. And then, like... Because like... they learn to trust you. And then, and... you yeah, exactly. And then you, like, gain abilities. Like, you can sprint for longer with your horse, gallop for longer. Or then you can, like, rear back. And, like, so you can get, like, tricks. Can you imagine if they, if they had a... <laughs> rare back, not bareback, Steven. Gosh. Can you imagine if they had a portion of the story where you did get kicked in the head by your horse so you had to play the rest of the game as a mentally challenged person? <laughs> it, like, opens up new answers or it's just, like, you don't understand Derp-derp. or silence. Or... Oh, my God. Did you guys watch John Wick 3? Uh, yeah, I can't. I want to see it. There's a horse kicking someone in the face scene. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's... I mean, that'll kill people, obviously. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? It did. Oh, wow. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Stephen, what are you currently playing? Monster Hunter World. Yeah. How is it? World, 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 world. world, world. Um, it's a lot to learn. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I created my character. He's hella cute. Um. Do, do you I, have a human character or a kitty character? I have a human character that has a kitty character. Okay. That I also designed. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you don't actually play as the cat, do no, you? No, they're, they're like support characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about the game is like every so often you'll run into a random kitty cat doing its day job and your cats can make friends mm-hmm. and then that cat will follow your cat into battle with <gasps> you. I was like, Cute. hell yeah, because they both <laughs> give you, like, uh, HP boosts oh. and stuff. Oh, nice. Um, and it's pretty cool. So you'll find a cat, like, sweeping the floor, and then be like, I don't want to sweep the floor anymore. I want to follow you guys. Yeah, like, oh. like the one I has, like, it was a cat, found them, like, a mining cat, and they, like, clank their swords and weapons together, and they're like, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, awesome. <laughs> and you fight these giant monsters you just roam around or how yeah. does this work it, it's weird because like the first thing is like you get to this new world mm-hmm. and then they're setting up shop and then like the world and then they're, you're part of this like elite training squad you go out on like the little missions so they test your skills and um they'll give you like uh go hunt this one thing down and this is what you need to do for it so you'll go hunt it down and find its nest and then you have to like fighting it and then it runs away and they have to like fight it and then it runs away and mm-hmm. trying to back to its nest mm-hmm. there's a lot of tracking the monster down and like finding its habitats right thing and its behaviors there's so i didn't play this one but i played the monster hunter generations which also i was like oh my god this is like a lot to learn and i actually found the controls to be kind of clunky mm-hmm. but supposedly monster hunter world actually plays a, a bit different yeah it, the, once you get <clears throat> go like once you figure out what things do like it's pretty cool Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing the the long sword, so it's, like, basically mm-hmm. giant katanas. Because, like, like, every weapon has its own style. And yeah, they play totally different. Like, like they're kind of, like, different characters in fighting games. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you switch weapons, it's, like, a whole other character. And then you have, you have to use, like, certain items to, like, track certain monsters. And, yeah. like, you have to carve them to, like, get their bits. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to, like, it's funny, like, you have to track their footsteps. Uh-huh. And then, um... You get points for how many steps you collected, so you oh. you oh. rank up your tracking, uh-huh. and then sometimes if they like collect their whatever if they have musk on the wall, or if they leave like poop on the floor, mm-hmm. and you can use the poop as like uh, stuff to craft with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. Can you put it on yourself so they don't smell you? No, there's something. Oh. Up, there, I got a new cloak that like temporarily blinds the monsters from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also like once you kill them, you collect their scales and their meat and all, all the stuff from them and that's where you get new gear and new weapons mm-hmm. to upgrade mm-hmm. um and like right now i have like a bone sword and you can upgrade that bone sword to like like an elemental sword and mm-hmm. it's kind of this like really involved do your kitties and, do that for you 
Do uh, they have no, you go to a, a, a weapon smith called gotcha. the smithy. Is the smithy a cat? No. Sorry, I just but, like all the cat people. But uh, mm-hmm. your chef is a cat oh. with other cats to help them cook, and it's really adorable. Like, Cute. when they cook food for you, it's like a whole little show. Cute. <laughs> um, Do you have to go fishing? It's in, it's in there, but I'm not about to do that why you know the japanese love fishing (laughs) that's awesome i know are there any monster fish yes well more they more like amphibians where they come on yes okay there's like all kinds of different ones like i just did this one that was like a big fluffy dragon but it's electric Mm -hmm. but all the gear that you get from it it looks like fun snow gear like it's all fluffy and blue and white. <laughs> all the different gear you can make for yourself and for your cat. How are the graphics? Really pretty. Yeah. Really Everything pretty. I saw, like, I was like, damn, yeah. that's like amazing. And I wish I played earlier because there was a, a thing to play as the girl from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, really? And then there's one, like, play as Dante or Ryu. Like, oh, cool. Oh. And I think you get the, the download to make your, you have a handler that gives you your missions mm-hmm. and stuff. You can make her just like Chun Li. Mm. <laughs> Cute. But they had a bunch of, like, expansions, and there's this huge expansion coming soon that's, like, a pretty much a whole other game. Oh, yeah, well. I heard about that, yeah. Um, so that's going to be cool. So I thought it would be cool to get into the game before that comes out, mm-hmm. so then I know what it actually is. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but so far, I've been playing it uh, when I have a chance, and I know Ryan started it, too. Mm. Is this a game that ever ends? Is there a story mode? Or does it just keep going and going and... You don't know? I don't know. <laughs> it, it feels like there's a big story going on, but um, I'm not that far into it where I'm yeah. like, oh, I think I know what's going on. You're still in like learning phases. Yeah, I know there's a whole <clears throat> giant, giant dragon that they're, they're, they're tracking down, but I don't know too much about it. But I've been trying to play it. Is there, sorry, is there an online component, like a multiplayer yes, type of thing? Yes, there is. There's a whole thing where you could uh, shoot a, a flare. If mm-hmm. you need help, and then, mm-hmm. like, it'll call, like, three or four people to come help you. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll just, like, drop into your instance. Yeah. Sweet. And that's cool, because, like, you'll die, but they're still going. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the monsters take forever to kill. Yeah. So, so it's cool that they're there, and then they'll be, like, high-level people come in and do all this crazy shit. And then you're like, what kind of gear is that? I want that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it gets you motivated to get cooler stuff. So there's, like, elements of an MMO in yeah. there. Yeah. We got you. That's um, cool. It's cool. Like, the where your hub is, it's kind of, like... Where you can meet all the other people, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then where you get all your missions and things. Mm-hmm. And you have your little house that you can set up. Nice. And your your house uh, keeper is a cat, too. Cute. <laughs> all the cat people are so cute. <laughs> um, Can I go back to Final Fantasy fourteen for one second? Sure. Because with this new expansion, they are releasing two new races of people. One is a female-only race called the Viera, which is like the character Fran from Final Fantasy twelve. It's the bunny one? The bunny ears, yes. Yeah. And the other was a male-only race, which is the Hrothgar, they're calling them. But it's this, exactly. But it's, they're basically like lion people, because there's already a cat people race. Sorry, talking about all the cat people. Uh, like right to memory, yeah. So they're actually more like lion people, but they're also like Kamari from Final Fantasy X, who's got the horn. And it's basically like the beast from X-Men, like kind mm. of, you know, like feline face and mm-hmm. whatever. But, so I decided, though, that when the expansion comes out, I'm going to change my character to a Hrothgar, so I have, like, a cat person. So, Steven, I thought you'd be proud of me that I was going to be playing as a furry. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep going, like, they need to add in, like, a fox thing or a wolf thing. Yeah. Like, a big They tail. do. They don't have any, like, canine, like, races. Same with, like, uh, Elder Scrolls. It's like, oh, look at the cat people. Yeah, the They're panthers. Like, you could be werewolves. It's like, but can you stay as a werewolf? No. <laughs> I don't remember. I never wanted to. I knew that in... That you would, um, on Elder Scrolls, you could, there's a werewolf line and then there's a vampire line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could do both at the same time. You can, but it's a very tricky thing. There's like a very tricky maneuver that you have to do in order to get both. So that you could be a, you have to become a vampire who then becomes a you, wolf. You have to become one. I forget what it is, but you have to become one in like a certain order. And then while you, tra- I think it's while you transform into a vampire or something, mm-hmm. you have to. Or maybe it's the other way. When you go through this like process to become a werewolf, you have to like transform into a vampire like at that time, mm. so that you still like lock in your vampire thing. Otherwise, it'll take away all your vampire powers. I'm sure. So it's there is a somewhere. way to get both to become both a vampire See, and a werewolf. That's just so complicated. <laughs> but it is possible. I just want to be a wolf guy. Why is it so hard? Right. <laughs> I just want to be a wolf. 
<sighs> well, there was like a giant thing that happened this week that we talk about every year. Adam said, I know, it's your title. It It was the Electronics Eleganza Extravaganza. Otherwise known as E3. E3. Oh my god, we've made that joke now how many years? I mean, we've been doing this for a long time now. It's not even a joke, it's just their alternate title. Exactly. Was there a lot of Eleganza, Steven? Our boots on the ground. Can I say it was just meh? Yes, you can. (laughs) Did they underwhelm? Meh, year. Oh my, why? Um. Mostly because PlayStation wasn't even there at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. Um, and even Xbox tweeted uh, that it wasn't as good uh, without PlayStation. Yeah, to yeah, stoke like, that fire. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and even Xbox did it. <laughs> wow. But overall, like the games that were being shown off were either so cool that you could not even get in line for, or they were just so underwhelming that you didn't care. Mm-hmm. And there was very, very little freebies. Yeah. Because yeah. E3 is all about the freebies. Yeah. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, but I did get to play um, a couple games, and I got to have an appointment to go see the Avengers gameplay, mm-hmm. which, that was awesome. We'll talk about that. So, yeah. this is what happened. So, well, well, let, let's just back up one second, because yeah. all a bunch of stuff came from Square's, Square, Square Enix's... Square 1E3, yeah. hands down. Like, they had a huge presentation and released videos of a ton of games, yeah. including this Avengers game that they announced, what, 2015? yeah. But um, looking at the gameplay, I could see why it's taking so long, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what's coming in the future for that game, it's gonna be insane. But the the way um, Square Enix started off the thing, they started off the bang because there was a whole Final Fantasy VII remake presentation yeah. that was like yep. twenty minutes long, and that was just amazing. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the trailers or anything mm-hmm. for that? No. Yeah, so, I watched them. So the the gameplay for that looks awesome. It's it's like eight, but like you can actually switch characters in fights and yeah. Okay, so <laughs> here's what here's what concerns me about Final Fantasy VII since okay. you brought it up, <clears throat> because now like they're saying it's on two Blu-ray discs. It, it, I mean, the combat looks great. It looks like the the best of what was there originally, plus like a little more the current stuff. It looks like it mixed with like fifteen Final Fantasy fifteen combat a little bit to mm-hmm. make it more active. All that looks amazing. This whole Midgar world, which is like the city they keep showing footage of, is like 5 to 10% of the original game. And supposedly this two-disc Blu-ray Final Fantasy VII remake is just the Midgar city. And like all this other stuff is coming later. So they gave us a release date. And I'm like, is that only for this Midgar chapter? I think it's for both. You're getting getting the both together. Right, but I mean, it just it just concerns me again that it's going to be like an incomplete game. No, I think they they worked on it for like they kept that under wraps for so much, mm-hmm. and then the stuff that they had to go back and redo, mm-hmm. like that's been like really fleshed out. Yeah, um, the Midgar stuff they're adding a lot more to it, so mm-hmm. that you get more character development. They better have the scene where Cloud has to collect all these women's clothing so he can get into the whorehouse. Oh, it's there. Good, <laughs> and it's longer. Yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just seeing, like, the way everything's fleshing out and, like, they replaced all the American voice acting with all new voice actors and then we oh, the yeah. whole game mm-hmm. all over again. Mm-hmm. And it's way better. Like, the characters talk to each other. There's more banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the voice cast list? Yeah. I like how, Tyler Hawkland, the guy that plays Superman on Supergirl, is Sephiroth. Yeah, so... Three or four of those people are all from Team Wolf. Are they? Yeah. Um, He's hot. Yeah. The guy who played Cloud, uh-huh. uh, his character in Team Wolf is Theo, and this was like this like really mm. hot guy who was like uh, anti-villain mm-hmm, you know, person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's really hot, but like, yeah, he's Cloud. Uh, the guy that from Supergirl who played Derek in Team Wolf, he's mm-hmm. Sephiroth, and I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, some another villain from Team Wolf is like voicing Biggs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I'm super excited about it, but I'm reserving like doing the pre order. I want to know more what's good. This game is gonna be and how long are we? Are they gonna drop it in 2020 and then the final chapters aren't gonna release until 2022? Like, is that what's gonna well, happen? I think we're gonna find out more when the PlayStation Experience comes out. Oh yeah, when's that? Uh, should be in a couple months. Cool. Because I. Uh, that's pretty much one of the main things PlayStation was even there. Like, 
yeah. some stuff wasn't ready to show yet. Got you. Uh, but they have their own convention for that. Right. Well, uh, and they're supposedly going to release the PS5 next year, so yeah. like, we'll get more info on that, I think. their new thing called uh, Project Scarlet, mm-hmm. and they're like, it comes out with Halo! I'm like, cool. And nobody cares. <laughs> and then they should look at the gameplay, and I was like, this looks boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or there was even games that was just a little trailer. And it was just yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, okay, but so now let's go back to Avengers. Okay. Yes. Because that's also the other big square title that yeah. we've been waiting to hear some info on. So um, when I got to E3, like we booked it to like Square Enix, and then I got to put my uh, media appointment mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And like they got all packed up until like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we'll do that for sure. And then we tried to do Final Fantasy, and then it was just... Blacked out already. Mm, mm-hmm. So we came back at 5, um, and then they were like, sorry, 5.30. And we are like, oh, whoops. And then we come back again, and then they mm-hmm. let us into this room with like a bunch of screens, and then we were all kind of sitting in this weird setup thing. Um, and then they showed like what happened on the trailer when they are fighting on the bridge, but they showed like the entire gameplay of that mm, scene. What, what you actually control. Yeah. So you see like Thor and Iron Man heading to the bridge, mm-hmm. and it goes into just Thor. And then you see Thor clearing out the bridge and saving people using all his powers. Mm-hmm. And then it swaps into Iron Man, and then you do all the Iron Man moves and things. And then like Hulk comes down and mm-hmm. does this thing. And then you like run into Taskmaster, and then they're fighting. And so then... are you like swapping back and forth no, between it's, characters? No, like, it's part of the story. Okay. So it's all story driven. But I mean, but it switches your control from character to yeah. character based on like what, what phase of this chapter. Yeah. Got you. Um, and then like. Black Widow is fighting Taskmaster and there's this whole acrobatic thing with them too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, her face looks kind of like white chicks. Okay, because we have to talk about this. But, uh, because great. you guys probably saw the memes of like the Spaceballs things where it's like, you caught their stunt doubles! Yes. Yeah. So it, it, like, if she's just standing still, it's like, what's going on there? But like, in motion, she looks badass. But can I tell you what, what I think is the worst part is the hair. Because both Thor's hair and Black Widow's hair look like fake, like 80s teased, but it's like, you know, just like, you know, ones and zeros, so it's like their representation of like big hair or something. It's complicated hair. <laughs> She's never drawn amazingly. I guess. Because like, I actually, I think the character models all look pretty good for the most part. Mm-hmm. The faces, I'm not, you know, like, you have to see it in action to like really yeah. care, but she, like she, the hair, I'm like, that yeah, needs motion, to be fixed. In motion, she looked great. Like the way cool. she was flipping around, doing cool. her things. She looked pretty awesome. Um, th- uh, Thor's nipple butter things. <laughs> I find them Those weird. glowing things? Yeah, I find them weird that they're flat instead of like rounded. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but uh, him fighting was really cool too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then they like they do Black Widow <clears throat> and them fighting and then it goes into Captain America inside the ship mm-hmm. and him fighting and that looked really cool when they were in the ship. And then like the ship blows up but you find out that the explosion was more of a Tony was experimenting with the Terrigen gems from Inhumans mm-hmm, and making mm-hmm. a whole power source and that just like exploded. Oh. Uh, then it gotcha. does a whole like five years later. Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, end game. But they were saying that like the gear and stuff is upgradable and you get new gear from all the characters and all the characters that you're going to get in the future are going to be free DLCs. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And there's because... gonna be, like free zones that you're going to get too. Nice. So they, because the, that's another thing because it feels like Square is like releasing these games that are not full games and they're just like oh but we'll keep giving you free stuff like along the way so yeah. i guess it's like i don't know this if that's one, a good thing or this one is gonna not. have like a big old like story and then they're gonna have like separate missions you could do like as teams yeah yeah i heard so there was like, like a multiplayer a whole team online thing you could do and then there's the whole like one player story thing so is this a what player versus player no they're this team yeah it's, just, it's a single okay. player yeah. well yeah i think it's, it's a four the story team. is single player but yeah. then there's that yeah Okay. Squad element. Yeah. So it's like it's like two different games, but it's been so hush hush for two years that they did a lot of work on the on the download with it. Mm-hmm. And then because of all the rights that go in with Marvel, they have to keep everything like very under wraps. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with the movies. It's it's like all completely their own story and their own take on the like the line yeah well and you know people were like oh does this is this related to spider-man at all you know the (laughs) ps4 spider-man and nobody's really said but that seems unlikely since that was sony studios and the only thing they said about that was that um if you have a playstation there's going to be a unique character slash unique benefits 
Wink, wink. Okay, okay. If they do that, I'm down for it. Yeah, I'm so here for it. That's, okay, so we're getting Spider-Man. <clears throat> Are you right. going to get to play with America's ass? Oh, God. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Can we change the gear on that ass? <laughs> yeah. Is there a jockstrap gear? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show any of the gear. They just talked about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, and they teased... So they only showed five Avengers in the trailer, but yeah. they did have a, a separate, like, mini trailer for Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, Hank Pym. Yeah, Hank Pym one. But did they make any hints as to like what other characters we'd see, like Wasp or Hawkeye or anything? anything. Like, yeah. Everything's still like because this is like the first showing of the game, mm-hmm. so like everyone wants the answers now. But they're like, this is just the first tease. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so wait, okay. the Hank Pym Ant Man meaning that's the first Ant Man. No, the, no, I know, but, but not Scott Lang. Yeah. Okay, but are we talking? Is this connect? It's, it's meant to look like the Marvel universe, or is it meant to look like? It's uh, the movie universe. I no, mean. it's, it's not. Thing. Yeah, it it's supposed thing. to be okay. totally separate. All right. Because in, yeah. in the MCU, the Hank Pym, which they just skipped over that whole thing. And right. Yeah. yeah. But this is like a young Hank Pym, not Michael Douglas. Okay. <laughs> and he had this like big bazooka that shrank down a giant like monster octopus he, robot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was just picking it up. He's like, oh, it's cute now. <laughs> I can't eat it. Um, but okay. yeah, so that was, that was Avengers. Um... I'm currently more excited about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 than Avengers because that comes out soon and there's yeah. like way, way, way more characters. Yes. Uh, and they also teased so a I, DLC so I about that too. I played that already. Okay. I played that at E3. Um, it was cool. It plays like the original games. Like, yeah. Graphically, it's not impressive at all, but mm-hmm. it's cute. But it's, I like, yes. You start with 30 characters. There was those games have never been super super amazing graphically, but I like how this one specifically they've kind of gone into this cell shaded, so it looks like an animated style. Hmm. I think it works for that. Or, but you saw it in action. Do you think it not does not work? Like I saw it in action, and it's like, well, this is cool for the Switch. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because the Switch can't really handle yeah. awesome graphics. Right. But um, it's cute. Um, we played as like Storm and a couple of characters. I played as Deadpool and I remember mm-hmm. Storm. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we switched characters and there we had like a combo move you could do together. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you could do a big move with all four of your characters doing like a super ultimate. Nice. Or something. Mm-hmm. Cute. And I mean, we ran into like Jessica Jones, but it's the one from Netflix. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. So she was talking to us and then we ran into Iron Fist, which was like comic book Iron Fist. I don't know why they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But, um,. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it looked cool, though. His office was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, then there's like three DLCs coming afterwards. It's like a... Yeah. Marvel Knights. That was one thing oh, I was... Yeah, that's was <clears throat> Marvel Knights, and then it's another X-Men one. And it, Yes. And then another... Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Yeah, so that was one thing that I was like kind of looking for after E3, because they hadn't really announced the DLC episodes before. Mm-hmm. But they're only releasing one version of game. I thought they would have like, oh, well, here's the you know the like ultimate edition that comes with the DLC included. But no, no. they don't have that. You no. just have to fucking buy it. Yeah, the like the original part two was like that. You just bought part like character packs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you just do whatever story is part of the game. I mean, like it's cool, and I'm excited to play it. But I'm not. Me like, too. I'm not wowed by it, like. Ever seen the Avengers gameplay? I'm uh-huh. like, I want that game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I do too. Like the the, com- but... the combat was really, really cool. Like, and they all played differently. All the characters were really cool. Is there any great DC games on the horizon? What's that? Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. There was a big rumor that just never happened. So. We have Robert Pattinson as Batman. That's Did what DC that fans get. About how what an awful vampire he is because it took him <laughs> so many years to be turned into a vamp from a vampire to a bat. <laughs> I actually don't hate that casting. Um, I just want to see what the style of the, it's going to look like. Yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, clearly they're going with younger. And people hated the idea of Michael Keaton as Bruce yeah. Wayne. People have hated, like, most of the ideas yeah. of most of the Batmans. Um, but, like, Robert Pattinson, I don't hate him. My, my concern is then that we're going backwards and we're going to do, like, a Batman origin again. But, like, we just got Batman Begins, a whole movie about it. And then we just had Gotham, a whole TV series about it. It's like, please just don't go back to the Batman yeah, origin. Like, just, I'm okay with the younger Batman again. I would prefer it to be a Dick Grayson Batman so we could see a new version, not mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne over and over and over and over. Um, yeah, I would but, prefer, like, Bruce Wayne, like, kind of how they did Spider-Man, the game, like, He's been Batman for a couple years already. And yeah. He's already got all these crazy weapons. Yep, yep. I mean, like, we haven't seen a big screen Dick Grayson since fucking Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. yeah. We need a Batman Beyond movie, too. 
That would be great. That would be great. With yeah. Michael Keaton yeah. as Bruce Wayne. That would be great. <laughs> that would be so great. No, I think Ben Affleck could be old He Bruce could. Wayne. He could. I liked him. better with Keaton, though. I liked him as Batman. I'm, I know I'm in the minority a lot of the time. I thought he was fine. I liked him as Batman. They just, like, the story that he had to do yeah. was, was awful. Meh. And yeah. Justice League mm-hmm. was, like, parts of it were really cool, and then part, part of Batman, they made him into a, a joke. So yeah. Which is kind of lame. Well, apparently Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman movie, is doing really well at screenings. Great. With Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. In the 80s? Chris, yeah, and Kristen Wiig. Resurrected. Cheetah, in particular, getting... Good reviews. I wonder how they will explain that. Which Chris Steve Pine? Trevor being in the eighties, after be he Steve died in the Trevor 40s. the third could be. But it says like he's time displaced too. Like he's all trying to figure out like maybe the 80s. all that power that bomb that it blew up. To, I don't even remember. I think created the, a wormhole. Yeah, I want to say that. In. I want to think that <clears throat> Cheetah is not the main villain. Like, that it's could be Cersei's playing with magic or something. Oh, that could be. That was a big old rumor too. Hmm. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. And Peter Dinklage will have to play Dr. Psycho. Is there any other one? Wait, is that the one that was teased in the Shazam? Which is the worm? That's Mr. Mind. God. (laughs) Did we even talk about Shazam? We did. We talked about it on the podcast. Okay. Because we talked about that worm and I was like, who? Yeah. (laughs) I think everyone was like... What is that unless you unless you read I I know it did fairly well, but I would be surprised if there was a sequel. I think it's going to because it resonated really well with kids. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, actually, I do want to talk about one more mm-hmm. film since we brought up the X Men video games. Oh yeah. Who saw X Men Origins here by show of hands? You mean I Dark this. Phoenix? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Phoenix Origin. I did not see it. You didn't. But I know both of you guys did. And... It was awful. Okay. In my opinion, it was awful, but it was not. As bad as I thought it was going to be. Was I, it I worse can't... than Apocalypse? Uh, yes, because I wasn't bored in Apocalypse. I was wow. bored in this. Okay. Bored. They introduce an alien race that apparently was the the kid that plays um, Cyclops mm-hmm. said that the alien race in this they were supposed to be scrolls. Mm-hmm. But they had to change it for some reason. They created a whole other race. It didn't make any goddamn sense. I did read sense. about this. And it makes no sense that they would want scrolls because they're not even. <clears throat> they're the Dabari, yes. which are the aliens. When because when Jean becomes the Dark Phoenix in the comics, she blows up a star, which then of course, like the plants around the star, all are destroyed. Mm-hmm. And the aliens that lived on that planet were the Dabari, and they supposedly have shape shifting powers also. Uh, people. They have like gray, bluish skin. F- and like no noses and like spiky hair, you know, like mm. it was definitely like 1980s alien Chris Claremont style of alien. Wow. But yeah, like they they didn't really have much to do with the story beyond that. No, no. it was ridiculous. They just hopped around a lot in the, the story. Like I thought Jessica Chastain um, was going to be like the Phoenix Force talking to Jean uh-huh. and trying to seduce Jean, which would have really been interesting. Yeah. No, she was one of the aliens. She was like <clears throat> the leader of the alien who wanted to absorb the power herself, and I just didn't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, her character was completely wasted, and there was no point to it. Right. Um, well, one thing that's been sort of... The reason that the original Dark Phoenix saga in the comics was powerful was because they had like two years of Jean Grey being the good Phoenix before that. It didn't immediately turn her into an evil entity. It's like it was showing like the corrupting force of power. Mm -hmm. And like that was something that took time. And like to just do only a Dark Phoenix movie without sort of exploring her being this good Phoenix. Right. Yeah, Which that's... was, that was the mistake they made in X3 also. Yes, exactly. She just turned evil like it was, I mean, whatever. And we can go into Daenerys or whatever. <laughs> Other allegories about the same right. concept, but. Well, what, maybe Marvel uh, will do the whole thing correctly. Yeah, they, I, maybe in like 2030, we'll yeah. get a, a true. And, and you know, Marvel would at least take their time with it. Yeah, yeah. Now, there was one thing about Dark Phoenix that I loved. Mm-hmm. And that was Dazzler was finally in an X movie. Really? Yes. Like as herself? Yeah. She's, she's performing at a party. Sure. Oh. And so she's singing and she had, you know, we don't know where the accompaniment is coming from, but she provides her own light show. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like strobe lights or anything like that because she was, you know, she had the 
um, not in the movie, but in the comics, she had the, uh, the, the not the crystal ball, what do you call it? The, the disco ball mm-hmm. as a necklace to help mm-hmm. amplify her powers. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't disco-y at all. It was very trippy. Like, mm-hmm. if you had dropped some ecstasy before seeing her show or done some molly, if yeah. you will. It, it was like a bunch of fireflies mm-hmm. flying around. Okay. Like a big swarm of them. Cute. But she was doing it in like a forest, like bomb party for the mutants. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And she had the eye makeup. And you can find pictures cool. online. Yeah. Yeah. But that was awesome. That was like the biggest secret because like everyone was like, oh, wow. There she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Cool. Um, Old Taylor Swift. Yes. And I was also very distracted by the physics of their fight because they have a big fight on a train. And Storm uses her powers to lift herself above the train so that she can blast. And I'm like, she has to move forward because she's not, she's staying with the battle. It's not like she blasts up there and then the train moves underneath her. Yeah. So she has to move herself forward at the same time that she's blasting everyone with lightning. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is such an odd thing for me to think about. Yeah. But, and the same That's thing. That's the one thing you were thinking <laughs> <laughs> The beast, beast also like flipped himself up on the train. And the way he did it, he didn't hold on to the door. He let the door go when he flipped up and landed on the train in the spot that he would land on. If he had held on to the door, yeah. he didn't hold on to the door, which means that if physics played like they're supposed to, uh-huh. the train would have traveled under him, right? Mm-hmm. you know, before he had a chance to land. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is not well thought but, out at all. But if the inertia is pulling his body weight with him while he's jumping, then that's not him. the way it works. <laughs> There's no, res- there would be no resistance at that point. So Yes. Because, I mean, they are deep thinkers when they come up with, you know, do you know what happens when you hit a toad with lightning? Mm. Right. Same thing as everything else. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what happens when your director's in a show for filming and someone takes over. Ooh! <laughs> he worked on the, he was fine on the first one, I think. We're talking about Brian Singer, if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do anything with this one. So basically, Rebel. the next three, he pretty much didn't show up. And then, so the oh, guy who... Oh, Brett Ratner. Ratner. Yeah, is, he took the, the most guy that, of that movie, who is doing it again. Um... <laughs> The guy that directed this one, he was a first-time director, but he had produced yeah. a lot of the other yeah, ones. He, he wrote the other Dark, the X3. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Yikes. He's pretty much doing it again. Again. Yeah, whatever. It's done. Fox it's, doesn't do X-Men no. movies anymore. Now it's Disney. Hopefully we'll get a new chapter and we'll all like it. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, did you see the, the Marvel leaked documents that came out? <laughs> yes, but I'm just waiting for a fucking real, legit announcement from Marvel. To About just their tell... movies? Yeah, because they haven't oh. announced any movies after Spider-Man, technically, even well, though yeah, we they're... all know what's coming. But yeah, yeah that, that's coming at Comic-Con. Oh, that's true. That's like next month. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can wait. Next time, next episode, we'll probably have some news then. <laughs> yes. Like, oh yeah, Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because oh, they're, they're waiting for Spider-Man to finish, because that's like the actual right. tail end of whatever right. phase mm-hmm. we're in. Oh, I can't wait to see that. When does that come out? Soon, right? Yeah, July 2nd. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fun. All right, well, let's talk about the things that made us level up. I'll go ahead and start. Okay. Uh, Ryan and I are card holders at Disneyland. Uh-huh. We have annual passes. And he made, uh, uh, what do you call them, reservations mm-hmm. for us to go see the new Star Wars land. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Uh-huh. This is a very immersive part of the park. There's three ways that you can get in. And I have to tell you that after spending a few hours in there, it was very jarring to have to leave and then go like, oh, we're at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they they could do a Star Wars land all by themselves. Nice. Or, you know, like a whole theme park just devoted to Star Wars. Did you get a lightsaber? No, that's expensive. <laughs> no, those things are like 200 bucks. Right? Yeah, we did have um, blue and, and green milk. <laughs> Okay. Which the blue milk comes from. Do you drink it from the udder? No, thank goodness. (laughs) They have like fruit flavors you can give, or I don't, I couldn't even tell you what the flavors were. Are they like a creamy smoothie type of situation? Yes, and you can get them as slushies as well. I Uh recommend getting them as slushies. Okay. (laughs) And Ryan liked the blue and I liked the green. Good. So Mm -hmm. um, they also have a cantina Mm -hmm. that you need to go and make reservations there right away. Okay. We made reservations and we still didn't get in. Mm. You you only get like forty five minutes to get in there, and they serve alcohol in there. Sweet. Um, they have they they're going to have more than one ride, but the only one they actually had up was a Millennium Falcon ride. Mm-hmm. And um, they you see an animatronic person in there that when I first saw him, I was like, wow, they're hiring someone to wear makeup up there, and they just have to sit there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
that he's not real. Uncanny Valley. <laughs> yeah, it really looked good. Good. Um, and it's a it's a very interactive game. There's six people in a cockpit. Uh-huh. Two of you are pilots. Two of you are gunners, and two of you are engineers. Cool. And everybody has buttons to push. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, if you're a pilot, it, but the problem is, is that you're too busy sometimes hitting buttons uh-huh. to really see what's going on in the screen. So that you really could go multiple times and the screen's 3d and it looks like you're looking out the millennium falcon mm-hmm. cockpit mm-hmm. and you earn points you're earning credits as you go and then he deducts his fee after you know mm-hmm. and you take damage on the ship mm-hmm. and you get fees deducted if you damage but the most fun is that one of the pilots actually gets to put you into hyperdrive <laughs> oh cool <laughs> actually pull the stick to go nice. into hyperdrive that's cool i'm glad that um like that's taken off and that that marvel oh Disney's doing the Marvel Land in California Adventure. Yeah, yeah, apparently they just got a permit for a Spider-Man ride. Cool. So yeah, so the time to go to Galaxy's Edge is, is when they open twenty twenty-five. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm not counting on being able to go back and for right. quite a while, right, but right, right. Um, uh, when they open up Marvel Land in California Adventure, that's when you're going to want to go to Galaxy's Edge. Cool. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I haven't visited Disney in like five years, so it's been... Yeah, it's been a while for it's me too. It's expensive. Yeah. It is expensive. Adam, what made you level up? Well, I wanted to talk about a blog post that I saw on Kotaku. First of all, Kotaku, which is a gaming news website, mm-hmm. has rainbow stuff up for Pride Month, which mm. I appreciate. But this particular blog article was about switching from a healer to a tank in Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> and I... You know, the author of the article, his name is Heather Alexandra, and she mentions in the article her girlfriend, and I was like, yes, queer writer, you know, lesbian, and then, um, but when I kind of looked into her, I'm like, I think she might actually be trans. Mm. Um, her Twitter handle is at transgamerthink. <clears throat> so I just want to, like, what makes me level up is that Kotaku is celebrating Pride Month, that they're employing queer writers who mm. are allowed to be queer and talk about their life. And what mostly made me level up was all of the comments were just talking about the article. And no, there was no, like, hate speech. There was, and maybe this is, like, you know, editors, like, you know, algorithms, like, filtering certain things out. Mm -hmm. But everyone was just talking about the content of switching from a healer to a tank and, like, you know, the different advantages of things. And Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like, all this queerness around us and people actually just focus on the content. This is what the world should be like. Yeah. We're, We're getting there. Yeah, but I think we're in a very problematic time. We are. We're so we're working overtime to get some people up to speed. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. But by I mean, lead by example, right? You yeah, know? for sure. Yep. Stephen, what made you level up? Two queer things. Hey. Great. So the first one, I, I so I just started the new uh, Tales from the City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, I just finished episode three, and I was all, I remember like that was one of the first series I watched when I was younger. That was like. Look at all the queers. This uh-huh, is awesome. Uh-huh. And then seeing like them coming back to like that story. Yep. I was like, oh, this is magical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's some steamy sex. Yeah, there's. Yeah, from what I saw, it's pretty good. There's a, there's an interesting, dynamic with a, uh, a trans, guy and a lesbian girl, and how their relationship's working. And like at this point, she just doesn't know how to deal with the relationship she just wants to be lesbian mm-hmm. and then the like trans just wants to be like exploring guys and stuff and she's mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's cool to see like how complicated things can get in that yeah. kind of relationship well i so i'm a little farther ahead of you but we're not done yet i'm i'm enjoying it but i it's so cool to see real queer stories and like issues that i personally have had to deal with in my life that like even in stories with queer characters aren't ever addressed, yeah. you know? So when it's specifically told about queer people and like certain things, you know, come up like intergenerational relationships and like all these kind of things, but and the, the unique things that happen when you're, it's a queer relationship. I mean, they're showing a lot of different stuff that I think is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you have to watch the first series in order to enjoy no. this one? They, it feels like it's so far apart that mm-hmm. it's like this story's happening just in the same house mm-hmm. apartment area that happened and there's a barbary car- lane yeah there's yep. a couple couple original characters but mm-hmm. yeah like olympia most- dukakis is back laura linney is back yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. the original brian is back 
I just, it was such an important work to me. It came on PBS when I first moved to LA. Mm -hmm. I own all three, you know, Tales of the City, more Tales of the City, further Mm -hmm. Tales of the City. Um, And I just, I want to watch it, but, and I watch it with Ryan, but I'm like, do we need to watch the original first? I mean... They kind of, like, from what I was watching, because it's been such a long time that I barely remember anyone's names. Mm -hmm. But I was all like, they kind of, like, give you, like, a quick, like, oh, don't you remember when this happened back in the day? But Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're so Mm -hmm. crazy, ha ha! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and so my other queer thing that happened was, um, so on Jules' birthday, she had a pride. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> in San Pedro. And uh, we had a, a, from Long Beach, a boost cruise that went from Long Beach to San Pedro. Mm-hmm. Cute. So we took that. It was a two-hour boost cruise ride. It was really nice on a new boat. That was really cool. So San Pedro is a small, it's a, well, I don't know how small it is, but it's like a port fishing kind of town. The, it's LA's shipping port, basically. Right. South of Los Angeles, but north, it's between there and Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be the new up-and-coming place for the gays to move. So yeah. that's why I'm really glad they're doing a gay pride but how often do you ever get to do a first gay pride ever? Yeah. So that was cool to be at the first one. And uh, the pride ground was really small, but it was right next to the USS uh, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Which is they, a big battleship. Yeah, yep. and they used part of the battleship as the VIP area. Oh. So that was cool. Uh, did you get to the VIP area? I, did. I was VIP. Well. Um, you go, girl. Chad Michaels performed a exclusive little number up there behind the cannons oh. and she was very excited to be like by the cannons <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they did a whole other drag show on the ground level with her and a couple other queens and it was really cool Jules was there doing announcements and was Chad dressed in the share outfit that she does on the battleship I Sure. I don't know what if I could turn back time yeah isn't it that isn't that the video if yeah I could if turn I could back turn back time, back time. Yeah. I don't know what she was wearing because okay. she's like it wasn't the big thing she's like 60 and she's in a lingerie showing uh-huh. off her ass uh-huh. and people are like Madonna who? <laughs> <laughs> she looked cool and I got videos of her like coming like right up to my camera pretty much cool 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 um, and then she did like ABBA when she was on the ground level that's gay mm-hmm. so gay uh, it was cool it was cool um, it was really cute a lot of people came uh, one of my favorite things is like the beer line was inside a giant tent so it was outside of the sun no, more pride should do that. <laughs> Hint to prides. All of them. <laughs> well, cool. I'm jelly. So, that was cool. It was like one day. It was really cheap. Uh, yeah, it was pretty nice. Well, hopefully they'll continue doing it. It seems like they will because like it was a good turnout, and then uh, people are going to talk about it. Yeah, like it's going to have a lot of talk pretty soon. Why well, the gays aren't going anywhere? Yeah, yeah. There's another, there's another price to do another party. Yeah, right. right. And this one doesn't cost an arm and leg to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other prides could take a lesson from that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. And it had a lot of local vendors. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. So, but it was funny because like, most of this pride, it's like, Long Beach presents some people. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but there was a lot, of, a lot of people involved with it. But what's cool is like they're council that put together that pride it was mostly stra- straight allies that did it so nice. that was kind of a cool thing too. good less drama right mm-hmm. well good yeah it's pretty good. i can imagine well happy pride month everybody it's yeah. still going on i think new york's is this weekend and san francisco's at the end of the month and, and i think ray, I think ray, ray might be going to that one no yeah. san francisco is like a couple weeks san francisco and new york are in the same time yeah i thought so mm-hmm. um ray's going up for the is it the world? Thing. Is it the world pride that yeah. she's doing? Oh, nice! And then she's going back to New York for pride. Got it. Wow, wow. She's, she's a busy she's woman. Really yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah. All right. Well, we d- talked about a lot. Yeah. So, so yeah. on that note, until next time, game, game on. on.